Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We've got her on the line, psychologist Dr. Kidume Zimashekho, uh, basically helping us unpack obsessive compulsive disorder, also known as OCD. Doc, good morning. Good morning, Tumbi, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's get a better understanding of what OCD is. So one of the listeners says, no, guys, you don't have OCD. Uh, you have paranoia. What's the difference between paranoia and OCD? I think, you know, mental health language has been misused so much in society. Yeah. People are diagnosing themselves with narcissism, narcissism, OCD, paranoia, anxiety, all sorts of things, forgetting that you actually need professionals to make a diagnosis. So with any diagnosis, there's certain criteria that one must meet for them to be diagnosed with a disorder. And of course, a professional must do it. So paranoia is different to um, OCD because OCD is about persistent thoughts or urges or images, right, that mm. are very intrusive, uh, that one struggles to suppress or to ignore. And sometimes one needs to perform a compulsion for them to, um, you know, get over that for the moment. And it impairs one. Uh, you know, socially, and sometimes they, they struggle even at work. Yeah. Of, and paranoia is where you've got um, fear of something that is not in reality there. And okay. And is usually part of other diagnoses. Oh, so I see. Paranoia, then you can maybe have to diagnosed with schizophrenia. You know, there's different ways in which these things manifest. I see. So you mentioned, um, you know, repetitive behavior um, to uh, to a point where it literally just, you know, messes up your day or messes up with your life. One lady yeah. says that her daughter um, mm. constantly washes her hands over and over and over again. This started when she was 13 years old. She's now mm. 20. There's another lady who says she always feels the urge to go and lock the car she would even leave a meeting to go and lock the car the car that is already locked then there's ntabi here in the studio who keeps checking the iron um that it's making sure that the iron is off and she's does this she did this four times she even had to record a video to say the iron is off so when that thought comes back in her mind she can go back to the video to confirm that yes indeed the iron is off so that she doesn't go back again to even unplug it from the plug is this ocd you see um, we need to think about this two ways in that um psychological symptoms uh run on a continent mm. so you can have traits but not fu- fully meet the criteria for a disorder for example what you are explaining now for me, it sounds like, you know, a lot of people are on autopilot. We're not present in our moment. So when we're ironing, we're already at oh. work. So by the time we get to work, we don't actually call because we were not present in that moment when we were ironing. So that's why then we need to oh, work on being present in our moment of our daily life. Because when we're on autopilot, we're doing things, we're already in traffic while we're still in the kitchen, while we're still making the food, we're already, you know, on the N1 in traffic. And by the time we leave the house, we don't even recall if I, you know, close the gate or I switch off the iron. You're because right. We were not present in the moment. They call it nice things now, mindfulness. We're not present in our daily lives. We're not breathing. We are living in our heads, basically, and not in our current reality or moment. 
So we need to actually learn or acquire the skill to be present in each moment so that when you close that gate, it actually registered in your mind as a memory of you closing the gate and you're actually able to remember. But mm. it's also difficult to access your memories or to remember what you were doing because you, it's almost like you're a soldier. A soldier does not have time to reflect or to be present no. in the moment. And for people then who meet the criteria for a diagnosis of OCD disorder, uh, it means they've got intrusive thoughts that are significantly impacting their life, you know, and it hampers the quality of life. Usually it's because there are subconscious traumas or things in the subconscious that they are projecting. So usually when we cannot control our internal mm. or things below the surface, or we cannot regulate our anxiety, it then manifests as something such as OCD. Let's give an example. We can have a child, for example, who grew up in an environment where the caregivers were not nice people. Mm. But then what happens is because the child cannot do anything about the caregivers, then they develop some sort of, uh, you know, uh, trauma reaction or anxiety within. And then to, come, to manage that internal anxiety, they then start to... Uh, uh, project or then display the behavior such as OCD, whereby they want things in order externally because internally it's a mess. But mm. they cannot do anything about it. They're feeling helpless about it. So then they usually they start doing things on the outside in an attempt to control that anxiety. But of course, that is not a long-term solution in that then you, the, the, the anxiety is always with you. And when it comes up, then you want to now pack up and clean the house so for people who find themselves almost doing that, we then have to sit with them and ask, what exactly is going on with mm. them? Where does this stem from? What happened? What's going on? Sometimes it's not necessarily childhood trauma, but maybe past relationships where you felt like you were out of control. Why they need to have this external control oh, of I see. tangible things? And then, you know, sometimes you need uh, some more sessions to attack that. Some people need medication. And unfortunately, um, sometimes when you go for therapy, you don't find the right fit or someone who's able to help you remove the source or go to the core of this problem. Um, and, and, and sadly, then it means you really need to continue searching until you find the person who can assist you. But sometimes it doesn't always go away. Mm. It's almost like you learn how to manage it and live with it, but at least you're more self-aware. And I think we also need to promote that some people are predisposed to mental health things, um, just like someone will be predisposed to cancer, uh, cholesterol, and diabetes. So sure. sometimes people are wired to, you know, experience uh, such things like anxiety more than others. So they are more at risk for it, unlike others. I you see, Doc. Experience the same situation, but one might manifest you know, anxiety, which might lead to the development of OCD. And how does it show itself in both children and adults? You know, it varies. So it's almost like um, uh, when it's extreme, remember you can have traits where you just want, you know, uh, the laptop straightened or things straightened Mm. on the outside on a desk, but it doesn't bother your day. You know, you, you still can go about your day. But there are people whereby they cannot function. It really uh, is they almost like consumed by the fact that, you know, they didn't, they, they, these books are not in order. I need to have them in order for me to mm. actually hear what Ndombe is saying mm. in this conversation. Oh, my word. Yeah. 
day. So it can really consume you in that way. And it's it, it context-dependent. For some people, it's packing the cupboards where the whites are in one place and they are neatly in line. Uh, the colors are the same. And, you know, they, they, the things are in a straight line in their mind because they want that control because internally it's not going well. Yo, is it treatable? Or is it just one of those things that you just have to manage? Um, again, it depends on the, pre- uh, the presentation. So for some people, the prognosis is better than others. Mm. For some, it's very poor. Uh, and it, it, it's because of different factors, you know, that uh, interplay when someone is diagnosed. And you also can have it co-occur with other uh, mental health disorders, oh, right? Goodness. So I think that, that's why then it, it's context-dependent. But yes, people can go for therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, and some need medication, and some it can be managed where they, we wean them off the medication, but some people still need to continue with the medication um, just because maybe it has been present longer because that also plays a role, but also just the wiring of the person's brain that also impacts their prognosis. Mm. Doc, it must be exhausting to have OCD because it seems like your brain does not rest. Yes, definitely. It's almost like you're on uh, uh, autopilot or soldier mode. You're almost, uh, you know, expecting the worst case scenario. Yo. It's just not straightened. So it's almost like it's really amplified, uh, you know, in your brain and you struggle to function because the thing is not corrected. But once, as I said, you deal with internally what's going on, Internally, what is it that makes you feel so out of control and anxious? Then it becomes slightly better. So also it, it needs for one to seek help and to see that they need help and to do the internal work. Mm. It's always unfair with you know, psychological and psychiatric problems because you, you really need to accept that you have a problem for you to benefit from the help. Yeah. Contact details, Doc, for those people that uh, might want to have a consultation with you because, uh, you know, we can't diagnose them over the the radio or over the phone they still need to contact a medical practitioner in order to find out whether they do have ocd or not where can they get a hold of you doc um i'm on whatsapp at Mm 082-858-7033 that's 082-852 let me let let me kind of repeat the number with you 082-858-858 70-70-33. Fantastic, Doc. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Any other contact details or is the WhatsApp number the, 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 the one to use? Um, they can also find me at www.ribaone. Yes. That's Fantastic. Social media and all my details there. Wonderful. Doc, thank you so much for always giving us your time. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. There you go. That uh, was psychologist Dr. Gidumezi Mashekho uh, helping us unpack obsessive compulsive disorder, also known as OCD, basically also giving us the difference between paranoia and OCD and that some of the things that uh, require you to keep repeating that action is because you're not mindful when you're ironing. That's why you are not, you, you keep forgetting and thinking, ah, did I unplug the iron? It's because when you were doing the ironing, you were not mindful. That's why now you have to drive back from work or get stressed out and think, is the iron off? Is the iron off? Is the door locked?
We must be mindful before we start thinking we have OCD. If you missed it, catch the rewind on radio2000.co.za.